you should be in there. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the sex. Hello everybody, and welcome to the episode. This is a journey through time and stuff. No, Jason, keep doing that while we do give <laughs> our little intro. Yeah, so we're here. Um, you're joining us for our bazooka this week. And uh, we have the lovely Jason and his piano skills getting better, practicing. This is a new piece he's just writing. And um, anyways, we want to thank everybody for continuing to listen, to continuing to support the podcast with your positivity, your outreach, and your wonderful sense of humor sometimes. There are, uh, we like what we're seeing. We feel like we're reaching some people. And uh, man, that was beautiful. <laughs> no, I get fucking it up. Actually, it's fine. You're fine. <laughs> I did just write it the other day. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying it's brand new. That was wonderful. That was a beautiful little way to segue into this intro. Sure. And um, anyways, so. <laughs> oh man, you know what? I'm feeling like a this one. I don't think did I don't I don't remember. A journey through time and stuff will return after these short messages. I am getting hungry and my food is going south. I'm high on my couch and need something tasty in my mouth. Yummy! Salad balls by cartoon planes that will ease the pain. Yep. Salad balls. Pretty soon on the page we'll have pictures of us actually eating Make, salad making balls. Making and eating them. Right. Maybe even have, I don't know, can we put a recipe? I don't know. We might we, not want we, to. We'll start. We'll we'll figure out a creative way to put it into a, a another like little, you know, song. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, we oh, f- put the ingredients into a song. Yeah. It'll be That'd like be an ins- cool. It'll be like an instructional little song. How to clip. do it. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking maybe like the per, ball itself could like be a hollowed out Roma tomato or something. That's, dude, it could be little tomatoes. I was I was thinking of multiple things that we could use as like different salad vessels. balls. Yeah, vessels to stuff. It'll uh, be good. Salad balls are coming. Salad balls by dro- car or drone plane. That will ease the pain. Always. Always. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. Boom. And there we go. Blasting off another bazooka for y'all oh man it's a good feeling we're here uh how be hi hey buddy how you doing i'm doing freaking fabulous man the gym gave me all the good stuff today dude it was a tough day today yep we really put some heavy weight up nice and slow oh, yep getting all those getting the little... most out of every curl and pump and and and, and, and like super slow on the extension of every muscle on the on the way out or the way down 
all the contraction parts, all the actual explosion in and moving and, you know, pulling them or pushing away, whatever the explosion part is. Those are, you know, I was trying to focus on those being like a quick, even, good form, but just explosive all the way through, you know, whatever movement it was. Um, And then a nice, slow detract. Yes. A nice, slow, just release of the weights back down to your starting position or back up to the start, you know, whatever the weight was. But I feel it. I feel it in my back, especially. Well, we hit back today pretty good. Yes, we did. Yesterday was legs and and that. That was painful for work. Yeah, we did quite a bit of deadlifts yesterday. And we didn't take any breaks when we went to core. And, yeah, we hit <sighs> battle rope and planking during core yesterday pretty hard. That that sucked. Yeah, we don't we don't typically do the battle rope. We took a good little break from the battle rope, but we went back to it. Yeah, it's just a really good engagement of all your central core muscles keeping your body tight and your arm, you know, you're down at, in, like, a squat position, and just and then the concentration to like hold all that and hold your core in and then have your arms just keeping that even repetitive pattern trying to get the same stroke through and it, you know it's it's like you're trying to like take a poop out in the woods and like hand dry clothes at the same time <laughs> i love that i mean i love that analogy. you're like you're like in a 90 squat just like keeping all your guts up and then you're just <laughs> wringing out clothes yeah totally <laughs> But That's it's a oh perfect my, analogy. Oh, it's so hard. It hurts so bad. After a freaking 20 seconds, it burns. 30 seconds, it kills you. 40 seconds, you're on the floor. Yeah, yeah, you're done. But yeah. it's it's good. We well, try. Well, we had missed, you know, unfortunately, just with schedules and everything and priorities, kind of, we had skipped a leg day. Yeah, recently. Birthdays. So, yeah, of course, all that. And, you know, it's... As oh, in, yeah. we so it, we we were trying to make it a little more of an intense leg core day. We went back around and we hit it harder. <laughs> and then we today, man, right back into it. My shoulders are definitely right. Feeling we after saw today. we saw the familiar faces at the gym. Yep, they all said hi. We're we're getting to meet our fucking normal group of people. Right, it's a little bit more comfortable. It's kind of nice. I am definitely like, I don't know. There, 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 there for sure was a bit of. Um, uh, social awkwardness for me starting and just like c- I'm comfortable with you you know like that was fine and it was yeah. sweet that like I was able to really start like gaining a, a foundation at a gym a mm. place like that um, and have you have have a person to do with it versus like right. he did it by himself when right. he was here um, but yeah. now now I now I walk in and like People take like I felt like up until probably this last week, maybe last two weeks, but definitely last week, it was like I felt like all the looks and like the affirmations of other people in the gym, like like you looking at them and then them looking back at you. Oh, you're recognizing each other, looking at each other and then the pleasant like nod or like the hey or like, you know, the the look up, the hand wave like. Right. I felt like I was engaging all of those first i was the one like pushing the hay and you know hoping they reciprocated right and within the last week or two i've definitely felt a switch to like you getting them back now like they're doing it first it's not that i'm just getting them back like i'll be sitting there look up they're already looking at me and as soon as i make eye contact they're giving the hay 
Like yeah, they beat me. Whatever. They beat me to the high. Like it was. They went out of their way to say. Are hi they to playing me that the game? I, I don't. Have we even th- talked about the game? We haven't talked about the game yet. Maybe we have talked about the game. <laughs> Anyways, every time me and Aaron go to the gym, we have uh, little barcodes. You know, little scanners that sign us in and out of the gym. Yep. And every time we go to the gym, we like battle, have this epic battle for who can scan the barcode first. Because it's just like this freaking laser that's pointing on the desk, basically. Yeah, it's a little eye scanner. So, you know, we always have a good game. Of and, like, wh- you know, one of us will walk in slow and, like, very, like... Uh, Laxid, lackadaisical. La- yeah, and then the other one will, like, reach up through and stick his arm through his arm or, like, the spin around or, like, the beating him through the door to, like, come up and just do it nice and slow. We, we, ve- we definitely try to... Uh, especially one of the, what's his name the the one guy we really the guy that signed us up oh or the the other they? guy okay um uh, I don't know his name yeah I, I know Chris is the guy right, who signed us right, up I yeah, say. Uh, that's Chris and then and, oh but what's his oh I want to say Jeff but <sighs> I want to say Jeff too that's what my brain was really going to inside it and I hadn't even heard you say it yet and I was like <laughs> I just didn't want to go Jeff and you'd be like no but you said it and it, it could still be wrong, but it makes me feel better. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we really, I think we, we, we definitely play the game with him the most. True. And he even, like, he comments about it. He though. comments about it. He has fun with it. And he even entertains one, us. One day we didn't come in, we didn't do it coming in. We just walked in normal, just scanned normal. <laughs> and he goes, Where's all the action today? Yeah, guys, <laughs> he was bummed out. Oh, we were really tired. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, like, well. We okay. feel like shit today, dude. <laughs> no. That's so funny, though, because he, he was. Did. He did comment about it. Yep. He's like, where you at? Or like one of us, or maybe we forgot our scanner. One of us forgot our scanner. That's what it and was. we just had to tell them our names, and they yeah. sent us in that way. But Yeah, no, that was, I think that was totally the reason why we had a normal day. Right, and all the freaking people, all the people that check us in and talk to us, they always give a shit because one of us is always lifting and one of us is usually standing there, looking at know. the book or like doing the support. And then, right. oh, I taking the easy day there. <laughs> <laughs> like they're you know they're knowing our names now and true, it is good. It's funny too. So many, every single person in there mm. has asked me or you, aren't you guys brothers? Yeah. Everybody thinks me and Jason are related. We're in there. They think we're brothers. And we have to tell them, well, we're, I mean, yes, but not blood or, you know, some way of going around telling them that. that Right. We are bros, but, Mm. you know. Yeah. And then they go, oh, well, how long have you known each other? And then that that story, I mean, I've told it probably five times now. Four (laughs) times now. Yeah. It's cool, though. It's cool. It's it's funny that, that we, uh do share enough similarities that they do like I don't know I don't think we look that much alike no I don't think we do either but 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 they can just I guess maybe it's because when we're around each other we're like similar we have a lot of inside jokes kind of thing you know our camaraderie or just the way it the is, way we interact it is probably maybe maybe even uh quote unquote like i'm gonna get all hippie for a second an energy we put off it's our aura, man. yeah and we just we just beam out positivity for it's their our asses. oral man oh it's our oral <laughs> it's, uh, no. yeah positive oral it's our positive oral, oral. <laughs> that's another weird word it is another like oral. warm 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 oral Oral, <laughs> oral. That's okay. just a, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> everyone out there's like, whoa, these fucking guys. 
So our aura is they they must just seem like we we put out a thing that like oh these guys are super comfortable around each other they and, see but not gay they see the lava lamps inside of us <laughs> they, they do see the nice the beaming rasta lava lamp that's that, just not active at all it's sitting there complacent it is our moving. lava lamp is not doing this stuff today no, I forgot to turn it on to like 15 minutes before the podcast. It's all good. It's all good. But, oh, it's not barely warm. <laughs> it's warm. barely warm. I just warm. Fuck. <laughs> You're right. Stay away from that word. <laughs> You're right. It's, it's, uh, I, I would guess it's probably in the, uh, it's definitely, um, a little above hotter room. than warm temperature. Hotter than warm temperature. <laughs> hotter than room. I didn't even try to do that. <laughs> that, was good. that just really Freudian out of the, my mouth. Um, <laughs> it's a little hotter than room temperature. Yeah. It's not much above my skin temp, but well, down at the base it is where the lamp actually is. But up at the top, yeah, I would say it's like ninety degrees right now. No, my skin temp's like 93 degrees, probably 91 degrees. So I would say maybe it's 100 degrees, which isn't that hot. It's probably at 100 degrees right now. Yeah, a couple more degrees and that's a hot tub. Yeah. A little hotter, it's a hot tub. Yeah, not yeah. bad. Dip my toe in the lava lamp, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. Hey, Coop, you want to know something cool? What? Just a little personal thing for me. Cool. I like those. Today's four months without smoking a cigarette. Really? Four months. Dude, that's sweet. I quit. So, like, Boom. of course, I've, like, you know, Beth is now trying to quit. And um, I definitely had an easier time with it. But everybody's different. Um, yeah. But, but like, so she, she really quit smoking cigarettes. But she'll have, like, black and milds and just take little drags off black and milds or swishers or something like that. Yeah. That are give a good little boost to nicotine but they're th- she finds them actually grosser than cigarettes right so, you just so like, she just like she just she, yeah she'll just take like a nice little thing so i've had a couple puffs you know drinking off a swisher but <laughs> it's like smoking a cigar is way different true than smoking cigarettes so oh yeah man you know I besides like smoking a cigar for a little, special uh, events uh, that's what i mean a couple little puffs like I've, we've I've, always been doing that I, yeah we've i mean backwoods i thought about a backwoods cigar when i got married day. We smoked we cigars. Smoked cigars when There's I got actually married. probably one of my favorite pictures of me that Jesse took. Jesse took of me, but one, uh, from uh, your wedding, one of my uh-huh. favorite pictures of me of all time is the one where I'm standing outside with that big stogie cigar uh-huh. and you know orange tux or look, orange look vest, good. orange tie. Yeah, right. I mean that that, that time, but you know, yeah, that was fun, man. So other than that, yeah, four months, dude. Nice, good on you. Nice. Feels Sweet. good. Feels good. Heck yeah, proud of myself. A goal accomplishing. Forward, yeah, dude, it's amazing how much more you can do with yourself running wise. I'm sure you notice all the time. My lung, dude, and, and so, yourself. so you know, I've looked at all the charts and like what you get after two weeks, what you get after a month after quitting, what you get after three months after quitting, what you get back after six months after quitting, and yeah, you know, so I definitely feel like my from what the that chart says, and I know I've again physiologically everybody is different yeah and your body's reacting different i have a pretty fucking good immune system uh-huh. um and i uh i don't know i feel like my lungs are coming back pretty strongly it probably helps a lot that like 
I'm running and making myself stretching it. it all out. And just like also, you know, my body, I'm, I'm pushing my body hard. So it, it you're means, hacking stuff it, up. Well, that's the other thing is like, Getting it all. I am still, mm. still, it's been four months now and I am still coughing up like phlegm from the deep. I feel a move. I, I'll, I'll just be coughing or running or, you know, breathing super hard at the, on the treadmill. I'm like, take a big like a hard exhale or even just doing like breathing exercises at home and I'll feel the phlegm down inside my lungs just like shift and just it's I feel it inside me just working its way up and out of my body and every morning I wake up and there's more and there's more yeah. phlegm and there's just more like but it's like brown chunks <laughs> that's such and an awesome it's, it's gross it's gross right as now. fuck I'm sorry <laughs> you guys but like no, it it's amazing. my body it's my body fighting the torture I put it through for fucking 11 years a lot, a lot of people our age, especially from the town we were from, man. That was just like that was everybody, Smoke, man. Smokes, man. We were all fucking. <laughs> one person got to smoke, and we'd all just be like, "Hell yeah, dude! We don't care that it's fucking minus twenty out. We're gonna freaking all go smoke in a little huddle and all smoke each other, yeah. smoking." Yeah, you kicked it wide. You, you are the first one I of all of our friends that I knew who was a smoker, and then just kicked it. Right, you were the first one to do it of any of our friends that I knew. Yeah. Who was a smoker. Right. And I don't know. I still loved it, too. It was just kind of like my time to quit. And I was taking singing serious, more serious. Yep. Just like noticing that, like, That's, man, if if I'm singing three hours a night, I can't freaking smoke that much because I'll just <laughs> going out and frick, going and taking a break and smoking a cigarette right. on top of smoking whatever that, else. That is the <laughs> one other thing that I have noticed. So for me, mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. even just after four months of quitting, my voice is clearer. Yeah. Like I, I, I have less time like having to clear my throat mm. for sure. And my range, my singing range, the high notes are coming back that I, I haven't been able to hit in years, dude. Yeah. And they're coming back and I'm finding myself like singing any of those good songs in rush and like, Oh yeah. Okay. So I can, I can't hit all the high notes with you guys, <laughs> right. but I'm getting back up there where it's uh, getting comfy. Like, Oh yeah. I, and it, it really proved how much of an inhibitor in that smoking cigarettes really was, dude. Mm. Yeah. It's not Cause good. it's the slow creep. It just takes a little bit away. It takes so little away every cigarette that you don't notice the change. It's so gradual. But if you could have a comparison from yourself yeah. singing and smoking three years and then where your range is at then, you will think, oh, I'm still good and you might be practicing all the time, but you will have just lost parts. Yeah. And I, that's part of the thing, you know, I, you don't notice that gradual. Nope. Yeah, you gotta friggin', I don't know, mm-hmm. you gotta earn it, man. Yep. I've listened and watched a lot of really experienced vocals, vocalists like talk about their, what they have to do to like obtain their voice and be able to sing that off and sound like that spectacular. And like one amazing case though is Aaron Lewis, and I'm sorry not to cut you. Oh, Keep yeah, going. Yeah. Oh, Keep, oh no, you're right too. He's he's amazing, um, and I know where well, he smokes going with all that. the time. Yeah, he's just constantly <laughs> smoking. But uh, there's a lot of vocalists that like don't talk a whole lot. Miles Kennedy, right? And there's you know they just freaking keep to themselves a little bit more so because they yeah. know that they're gonna freaking have to. They don't open drink. It they all don't. Up. They don't drink carbonated beverages. They right. don't. You know, like they. 
no really hot liquids, no really cold liquids. Right. Just, they just lukewarm to... water all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I you know, don't know. Teas are teas are good. Tea. I'm sure they drink a lot of tea. Oh yeah, man. I was. What was I drinking for a long time? Oh, the slippery, slippery elm. <laughs> you had your. I remember you had when we were doing Smash Bros. Days and oh, we were yeah. really gigging hard because we were gigging a lot. You had your whole like travel singing kit and you had these, pill, you know, not cough drops, but they were throat lozenges of some sort. And you'd make cut your slip slippery elm before the gig. Oh and yeah, dude. Loosen all yourself up and had your oh, fucking yeah. regimen. I yep. loved it. I was singing so much, and like I don't know. It was kind of a mental thing, you know, you just like get all these little things prepared. A routine. Yeah, I don't know. Go through your sets with each like little thing that you're kind of preparing for yourself. But yeah, Slippery Elm was, God, I forget who it was, but I guess I read the back of it and it's just like a dietary supplement, basically, that I guess, I don't know, it's like freaking... Right like part of a freaking elm tree that yeah <laughs> you know but isn't it isn't it part of a tree from like africa or something i i don't remember exactly what it is but i know that it's basically like some sort of dried out like tree bark basically like ground up yeah and it's just nutrition but it's like empty everything so it just like goes away so it makes you feel like you're getting a little bit of something but really I don't know, but I'd like heat it up. It made me feel like my throat felt like soother, like smoother, like maybe like all those ground up particles, like kind of like massage <laughs> the back of your throat or something. I don't maybe. Know. Oh, that's very interesting. But um, but but Billy's, a lot of people said it had singing benefits. It aids yeah. throat stuff. <clears throat> throat stuff. Yeah, musicians that I knew, they were like, uh. dude. Speaking of musicians, and long time ago. Guess what I realized today? What did you realize, Aaron? Big Willie style? Dude, Will Will Smith. Will Smith's one of his best albums ever. Getting jiggy with it. Welcome to Miami. Oh, that was Miami. Hey. That was was all of them. I mean, they were all on that album. Nice. Um, We are the men in black. (laughs) Men in black. Dustin, do you remember? But all, um, God, I'm trying to remember the verses. <laughs> oh, I, I, I know them. Go, dude, I don't want your best. Oh man, yeah. Anyways, that came out 20 <laughs> years ago this year. Damn. 1997, dude. That album came out in 97, and I remember when it came out. I remember watching Men in Black, the first one, when that came out. I went to the theaters. I saw it in theaters. Then, when it came out on VHS, because that's all we had, I bought it on VHS. I was 10, and I bought it on VHS. I bought. We got the extended edition, so you watched the whole movie, you watched past the credits, and oh, yeah. then the music video for Men in Black played. The good guys dressed in black. Remember, Remember that. that? Just in case we ever make face-to-face and make contact. contact. <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. The title held by me, M-I-B. M-I-B. What you think you saw, you did not see. So don't play me what this game is now going. I don't. Yeah, Dude, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's. I could. I could. I know if I was watching it. I don't really it, know the words. If but I like, was watching it. I know it, the flow of the words yeah, from knowing yeah. it. Like, but the, the actual words. Right. It, it's just lost in it's, translation. They're like, they're like, you just know the staccatos. And, <laughs> yeah. And 
you know, just throw yeah. in consonants and vowels in there until it sounds like legitimate. But I remember at the end they have this like little now take a walk with me, now clap with me, yeah. now freeze, but, and then they have the freaking alien, <laughs> the alien at the end doing the yeah, kind of like dude. solo Break vocal part and all that. Oh stuff. man, that music video is so wild, dude. To people that don't think like older movies are cool, man, that movie's <sighs> not that old, but. It's I mean, 1997, bro. But I mean, it's 20 years old. It's it's not that. It's 20 <laughs> years yeah, I guess old. It is old but I don't know. People our age that don't even like, I don't know. Take yeah. a look back, man. Look back. It's people our age know that. People well, younger than us don't care. Don't even. They don't even fucking understand the power of movies. Pre 2000 movies, for the most Dude. part, is some of the best filmmaking of all time. Happened before Young the year two thousand. Frankenstein, man. Young <sighs> Frankenstein was. So That's what I'm saying, though. Awesome. It is. It and is mind blowing. I, I think it's Y2K. We talked about it on an early podcast. I'm coming back to it. You really I think. think so? I think. I or, or maybe it had to do with maybe the Mayans got it twelve years off, and it was the year two thousand that everything changed. But it seems like most of the legit, like all of the best legit music, all of the best filmmaking of ever for the most part there are some standout ones after the year 2000 as is with music and albums that have come out of course yeah but the amount of stuff that has been produced since is not near the percentage comparison to good stuff versus stuff produced yeah true. versus before the year 2000 the amount of movies that we're making isn't near the amount of movies that are being made today but there were more good ones made than bad ones it seems like it's probably that's probably inaccurate. I'm probably remembering it better, mm, but maybe, I'm saying maybe I, not. There were definitely there's a lot of like participation awards being handed out nowadays. That's true, and, and basically like everything. That's you know true. I mean? People See, celebrate the mediocrity. There was man. less. So, there, was, there was less man. bands. There was less music being made because all those bands 20 years ago are still around today, for the most part, still making music. So true. there's just become more stuff being put out, but. It, there are just those hits from, I mean, anywhere before the year 2000 and maybe even into the early 2000s. It bleeds over maybe till to like, like 2005. But the time that we were seniors, that's when the f- music really started like just going down the drain. <laughs> the rise of the stupid kids were being born and... <laughs> The end. It You're was, dating yourself. <laughs> I'm so dating myself. You're so right. You're funny, dude. It's just the rise of the stupid kids. <laughs> oh no, man. I don't mean that literally. I that, know, I'm being I know. totally facetious and trying to make jokes. I'm <laughs> maybe I may be playing a little into like the stereotype of old people, you know, older people. But no, I I definitely think there is. For the amount of content, in all seriousness, for the amount of content that is being put out today, mm. the amount of like actual wonderful stuff that exists comparatively is a much lower percentage than 20 or 30 or 40 years ago. It just, I, I really think it is. I don't have numbers to back it up. This is complete speculation. I think that due to numbers and everything getting bigger in general, I think there's just a more... Of like a more like a broader range of what's good or what's acceptable, 
Maybe I don't know. For or but, it's so for it's so much people. easier. It's so much easier to make stuff nowadays that you can just kind of like flop something out there for pretty right. cheap. No, no, that, <laughs> yeah, that's maybe. the point. But but there's also larger and larger and larger of numbers of people Eating liking that stuff that is just flopped out there. Yeah, and it seems to me that there are even people who started out maybe really music appreciative. And now they're flopping out. They're there. flop. They're losing the touch. They're going to this. They're 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 becoming attracted to the simplicity of this. Just really quick, popped out, short, catch your attention kinds of repetitive songs that is becoming mainstream. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people transitioning the other direction. True. That's that's my point. And is is with the amount of stuff that's cookie cutter being put out. Just from my that. opinion, there's more people are going into the cookie cutter realm away from the kind of God, I hate to use the word, but niche niche realm like like, I don't know, man, anything that just is a little like you have to pay a little attention to or is thought provoking or if you don't think about it, it might not make sense. And it doesn't matter what the genre is. There's music in all genres that people put thought into and they craft and it's True. a work of art and it, 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 it arises emotions. And I'm not saying that you can't get those emotions from new music, but it's just gotta be the right music. It can be new. Well, it just it's just, it's, right. it's like, is it going to provoke something new or are you just going to feel the same thing? Cause it's the same song, just different with a different effect yeah. on it like uh, you know i mean it's not bringing anything new to the table and that's my point to to un, to kind of go into the realm of any thought provoking or feeling inducing music that brings something new to the table sometimes that can be uncomfortable and i think the big point is is people don't like being uncomfortable and so they will find those patterns and and we're breeding a place of not having like we're taking away the the places that people can be uncomfortable in. We're making it easier to be comfortable all the time. All the time, we're breeding it. Yeah, you have Google, and then you're not gonna. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We talked about it on the show before about how you need to be uncomfortable. How you need in order. We to have grow. talked about it a little bit, but it's important. A it bit. is important to talk about being able to grow as a person, and you can't grow truly if you're not in some sort of struggle kind of i mean yeah you'll never get to that point you'll just be like all right i'm cool right i'm good right i don't know i i can see the point of that being okay i mean i i've i've even been in that point at, at times in my life where yeah. you know and and it's it's easy to fall into that kind of mental trap where you just say this is okay where i'm at i don't need to go anywhere because right now it's just okay like it's not bad. Could be worse. Could be, but it could be better too. And right. you know, the I don't know. The gains is worth the work. Always. Always. I think. That's a good bumper sticker. Yeah. The gains is worth the work. It's grammatically incorrect, but it's it sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> People gonna be like, huh? Yeah, let's hear. Um, oh man, 
A Journey Through Time and Stuff will be back after these messages. Ladies and gentlemen, do we have a deal for you? Are you tired of unsightly hair? Are you aware some might stare at your hair? Spending too much on shaving needs? A creed conceived from a valiant steed amongst zombie razors. Who's signed the deed to bleed? Gwarg! Do you want to heat things back up in your bedroom? Do you want that nasty hair off your face? Do you want it under there, gone? Gwarg! Thanks for listening, everyone, to A Journey Through Time and Stuff. Here's a message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, do we have a deal for you? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I got an exciting product I'm here to share with you. It's Kablarg! Kablarg, we put the shit back in lawn care. On the left, we have Kablarg treated lawn. Yay! And on the right, we have our leading competitor. Uh, that looks oh, like shit. Well, I guess the evidence is in. They should have got the best poopers in the game. They should have picked Kablarg fertilizer. All of our poopers have quality holes. Thank you, everybody. So, ah, oh, fuck it, man. You guys know we're making this shit up. Hey, buddy. I hope they've figured it out by now. Yeah, I hope they have figured it out as well. If you guys haven't. The, I hate I hate to inform you, but Kablarg doesn't really exist. It's it's not an actual product, man. You won't be able to buy it yet. I know the someday. Pro- I, kn- I I know you guys are like biting. I know, right? At at, at the, the the tips of the fingers for <laughs> the products, but we have other things in production. And we can't focus on the blog right now. And if anything, <sighs> if anything, what we have are focusing on is prime attention. Oh yeah, and then it's gonna be huge. And then it maybe goes to be the salad balls, and then Kablarg. But we're gonna keep advertising it, just because if you build it, they will come. It's true, and that's kind of the mentality for all of it. So everyone's gonna know about Kablarg. It's a whole alien spaceship right now. Man. The lava lamp has done something I've never seen it do yet. So the whole entire wax thing is just levitated in the thing, in in the lava lamp itself. Why did I just say that first? It made me sound dumb. But look at, on the other side of it, this is what's crazy. Oh, shit. I need to just turn this. See that? It just like has this hollow cavern that goes up inside. It looks like almost like this is a mushroom or spine coming out of it. It's like a spore. Totally. Of sorts. Yeah, man. Um. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, didn't um, you have to tell him about the birthday gift that you got back? Because it's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Right? So we've had a couple birthdays recently. Yeah. Jada had her birthday. Uh, Beth is... On the 7th. And then Beth just recently had her birthday. On Monday the 13th. And I... 
among the okay among so the, you I guys so, so you you and jada actually got bomb fucking tickets oh, and yeah. we have to say that first so you fuckers oh, went yeah. out and just they bought incubus tickets hell yeah dude All for four the four of us. of us so they they were like happy birthday you guys they made they made it you know they blew this thing i had no idea either but it was best <laughs> birthday but they're like oh we should all go to breakfast on Beth's birthday before you go to work and i was like cool so we all went together and like it was it was awesome you guys made sure that like we were all together heck yeah until we could all experience like I was in awe, man. Oh yeah, dude. That is me and you have been freaking listening and playing Incubus songs, dude, forever. Like literally, Drive is probably we're gonna go see Brandon Boyd, man. <laughs> we're gonna see him finally. I've played, I've played an Incubus. I'm so I've been playing Incubus with you for ten, better than ten years. Yep, True easily story. better than ten years. We've been playing Incubus and listening to it and thriving on it and. Thinking it was good and just as good as the first time, dude. Always, that was like our gypsy soundtrack. That and Incubus and Rage Against the Machine. Oh yeah, we're like pistol grip pump, <laughs> man. We had a whole lot of crazy. Make times. yourself that yeah. whole like, oh uh, god, dude. Mm-hmm. So anyways, best anyways, birthday. Anyways, Beth. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we detract, we rambled on. So we've like gone to McMinniman's restaurant in yeah. St. John's and uh we if we sit upstairs you can like look and they have a bunch of lamps like over viewing like the other the- dining area downstairs so there's like there was a a koosh ball on top of one of the lamps we had noticed yeah and and we it was it became like a, a very speculative thing like how is it long there? has it been there oh yeah true yeah we don't know the story no one did. Ball. No one in the restaurant knew it was there. Uh huh. It was a mystery. So, best birthday rolls around. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Go, go. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Go. And um, I fr- I took a nap after breakfast and all that stuff, and then um, you got off work. I got off work early, and then you and the girls, you guys all went to Red Robin, mm-hmm. and then I woke up from my nap. And like I had thought about McMinimins and the Koosh Ball because we had gone to McMinimins the, the night, night, the night before, before, yeah, yeah. And I had noticed the Koosh Ball still there, you know. Yeah, we all had kind of talked about it, like, right. oh, look, there it is. Jada hadn't seen it yet. That was the uh, thing we showed Jada, right? So um, I woke up from my nap. I was feeling good, and I was like, dude, I'm going to McMinimins, and I'm gonna get the freaking Koosh Ball, man. So I jimmied up a freaking contraption to go and get the Koosh Ball <laughs> off the lamp, dude. <laughs> So this it, is amazing. So I I walk up to into McMinimins and I see this. Tell them the contraption. Do you have to explain your contraption because it's okay. so it's brilliant. So um, you know the freaking like the chuck it. I think it's called. It's a dog yeah, the, toy. The basically. Huck it or the chuck it or yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, I think it's the chuck it. It's you stick your tennis ball inside of it and then you throw. It, it almost looks like a salad scoop at the end of a very long curved handle yeah but it's meant to just throw the crap out of a tennis ball and give you like a lot more distance right so anyways i tape that to like an uh a like a a curtain rod (laughs) no well yeah i i first i taped it to um uh freaking what was it uh like a wrap like present wrap basically like a freaking roll of it oh yeah okay and i just use that because it fit perfectly around the actual the end of the chunk. oh so like like a, like a like a wrapping paper tube uh yes okay. wrapping paper tube exactly okay and then i use the um then i use the rod the freaking um curtain rod 
uh, to really give me distance out. That, that's funny. It's retractable and everything. That's so <laughs> yeah. brilliant. So I um, I brought it in two pieces in the car because <laughs> it was too it big. It was long. So I went inside McMinniman's. I talked to the guy, and I'm like, hey, man. I was like, do you know what a koosh ball is? <laughs> and the guy's he looked he looked at me like like what the fuck like dude i'm just trying to do my job here like like will you try to trouble me for a koosh ball <laughs> like what i haven't heard you no one's asked me that in 16 and a half years right it's like oh, i was the king of koosh back in the day what, okay that's the thing though really what quick. were they ever used for they were just an entertainment toy for children like really in the 90s I like remember, a slinky kind I, of i remember yeah not. yeah i remember like watching nickelodeon cartoon network any of those uh, channels in back morning. in the day in the morning and they would have koosh commercials dude and i just remember, like that was the thing and like they had the little loop on them so like i remember kids in like fifth grade had little carabiners and they would hook their koosh balls on their belt loops and walk around. They would have this these koosh ball. Like, I, that was a thing in my elementary school. <laughs> I know, right? And uh, that's awesome. And like, but dude, they haven't. I haven't <sighs> seen koosh balls in fucking years. Really? Like, where did they all go? Seriously. They, where they ha- have all they probably the were like balls gone? Maybe we need to do research because maybe they're like they found out they were super toxic. Or like they were became a choking hazard, or like I don't know, man. Okay, so let's wrap up. Yeah, the yeah, 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 story. yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> you go into you go in there with your. I thing. go in there. I talk to the guy, the big guy. Do you know what a koosh ball is? Right, and he's what? just baffled as fuck. He right. has no idea what just slapped him in the face, and it was, I, I basically he's like, I'm I'm gonna go into the kitchen. I don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> but get it over with within four or five minutes. That's really what he said to me. That's brilliant. I asked him what a koosh ball was, and he was like, "He's like, I don't know what you're gonna do in here. I'm giving you four minutes. Hurry up!" So, <laughs> like, really? That's I, so brilliant. Dude, I'm gonna come in like two weeks later, dude. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet, but I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna <laughs> see walk what, in there. See if he gives me another four you, minutes. You know? Do you know what a? Do you know what a something is? <laughs> A flux capacitor. <laughs> no, you have to. We have to use a better word. Do you know what an interrobang is? Oh, I don't know what you're gonna do it here, but now you have three minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. That sounds. That's a sketchier term. I'm giving you less time. Anyway, so he gave you like four or five minutes. He went to the kitchen. So I freaking ran out to the car. I grabbed my little contraption. I put it together on the run upstairs, and I freaking bedangled it off the side to the lampy lamp. And I freaking got that koosh ball inside that little McChucket. <laughs> I ran downstairs with that koosh ball. I freaking said, "Thank you." I threw the freaking. Uh, little hooky mcbob in the car and i went inside i had a beer (laughs) that's so good you did i'm glad you did that oh yeah i went inside i freaking had a beer i tipped the hell out of the guy i said thank you so much my friends are gonna love this good story and peace out (laughs) dude yeah yeah, this that oh man dude yeah and then beth loved it dude is you (laughs) washed it you cleaned it up of course it's funny like you can tell that half of it is (laughs) faded like all the colors it was so hot dude when I pulled it off the lamp, dude, I, I wish hot as fuck. I wish someone else could have felt the warmth from it, dude. Oh, it was like radiated koosh, man. Well, h- half of it's so faded, and the other half is like bright. <laughs> right. Still, it looks it looks brand new on half of it, and the other half is like t- fifteen years of light <laughs> saturation. It's amazing. It is really good. Yeah. Oh the man. The story of the koosh. <laughs> that was such a good story. We man. have our own. I mean, that's yeah. We have a koosh ball now. You know what? 
who knows? Maybe they just bought it right away, like at a birthday party. Someone threw it up just there. right away, and then they were like, "Oh, the couch is gone!" And then like they ate. Food was so good because it always yeah. is at McMinimins. And then they bounced out of there, and they forgot about the couch. And then <laughs> I wonder at what point they were like driving away. Oh, where's the couch? Right. And they were and they were sad. They were sad. And then they were sad. Dude, do you uh, Maybe it happened like six months ago, dude, and they were like, We're gonna go back this summer no, and we're gonna get our couche. No man, that's way older. That thing had to have been yeah. there longer than six months. It the like pretty dusty. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's been there a while. It took a while to wash. To know it was clean Because like I mean Koosh balls have like A million little uh, threads Yeah It still had the original Little band Where it was hung That's from. what I mean Like it wasn't very old When it went up there But it's it been there For a long time Yeah That's amazing you got it Dude you know what's Something that's been on my mind For a, lo- a while What up? Sasquatch Really I've been thinking about it Yeah Not Like the kind that Fights you for jerky Or just like the actual No like Like the real <laughs> Like Sasquatch. Yeah. Um, Abominable Snowman. The whole kind of mythology of the big animal itself. Mm. And I don't know. Do you find it plausible? That maybe not right now. Back in the day? A big giant ape thing that was maybe a terror of us. Well, because because think about it, at some it's at one point in time our relatives especially in North America we'd be afraid of them. Us versus them. We so. hunted mammoths, yeah. dude. Well, we were a, well we didn't hunt mammoths because actually at the time that we uh, that humankind of existed at mammoths at the same time, we didn't even have spears yet. We had atlatls, which were like a stick with a rope and a rock on it that we could like hook and use the leverage and it would like throw this no, it, an atlatl. It, we did have spears that we we did have spears, sharpened sticks that we threw, and then an atlatl was like a stick with a rope on it that you would put a spear in the section of rope, and they had this way of hucking like the rope around your arm and throwing it, and the the momentum off the slinging of the rope like a whip would huck another spear really far. And so that that was the like the most prim, but they were hugely inaccurate. Distances varied how strong, like they were hard to wield, but that you could get some good distance thrown out. But that was like the prime. So we don't think we really hunted mammoths. Like the story had always been mammoths were hunted to extinction by humans. Now there's not the evidence for it. They found anyways, but we existed, and they were big animals at the time. They were megafauna. Huge animals. There were, the, we found traces of like 10,000 years ago, 11,000 years ago in North America, 2,000 pound sloths. North American sloths, mega sloths. And they were like 2,000 pounds. They were like. Dude, the, before there was fucking trees, there was like fucking like 20 foot tall mushrooms or some shit. Yeah. Before there was even fucking trees, man. But see, so we've always, humans have been at one point in our history. In in our relative it successive history, we've been around we've been around two hundred thousand years. In our in our successive history, we were around really big animals. We actually spent more of our time as evolving humanoids, uh, Homo sapiens and Neanderthals in the mix of them, 
Australopithecus and all the whole the whole mix the whole range. We evolved around big things, and eventually things became smaller and smaller and smaller, and stuff died off. And you know, the ice age happened, and then the the small ice age happened, and things got cold. And maybe we had asteroidal impacts that created huge floods, and you know, broke apart and ended the last ice age at about eleven thousand years ago, and like, like all but but we persevered through all of it. And there had to have been, you know, we've been telling stories. That was that's the 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 basis of humanity is the stories we tell right and so i think it leads down to a thing where we've been around big animals for so long that we created a myth about them and now what 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 you know a a eight foot tall ape-like human thing that lives in the the forest and is really smart and has evaded everybody and there's like a couple of them and they maybe live in the oregon forest or in Minnesota, that area, or the, you know, ac- all across the U.S., or I think that may be the remnants. Dude, there's been freaking pretty much, I mean, really, giants today. Remember me and you were looking at all, oh, the, all yeah. the weightlifters, and we were like, holy shit, dude, these weightlifters are huge. And then, like, just a couple clicks away, dude, some giants, Andre the Giant, freaking that guy that plays in the Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's like... How, or Bjorn <sighs> Thjornsson. Dude, these people are... Thornson, whatever. I mean, like, they're spectacles. They're they're right. They're mar like their bone structures are. Hopefully, they're like end up in a museum. Right, but, <laughs> I but mean, so that's like crazy, back, back to Sasquatch and maybe cra- things like like not not the Loch Ness monster so much. I just don't find this big sea creature in a lake that plausible. But like a man, big, I think. But a big wood creature, not that one. <laughs> a big wood creature though. A big or or you know maybe maybe abominable snowman, uh, uh, abominable snowman. Or whatever the name for it is, over you know there, the Yeti, okay. In the fucking mountains, in the middle of something, in a cave where literally no one's been in thousands of years, and yeah, there's Mongols and high mountain raiders and hunters and stuff like that, and Mongols that have you know, but they that, ain't going miles but, but, and miles down right, the freaking cave. That... And, you're, and like things get big, man. We find that you know. Like there's some old stuff on this planet that we're still finding yet that's brand new. So, yes, the probability is really low, but it seems to me there could be a chance that something old that may be larger than average that we see, because we see freaks of all animals. Definitely. So maybe there's always going to be the biggest one. But but to be you know to be hundreds or even thousands of years old, that's the part where like they it maybe like turtles. Okay, hundred and fifty years old. Yeah. So if this is a big thing, but big things have heart problems. Big things. Elephants don't live that. I mean, elephants live a long time. You know, they do. 50, 60 year old elephants, man. Mm. Elephants live a long time. Yeah. But so maybe this thing could be a hundred years old. But yeah, oh, man, it's just it's hard to find the probability that there's something over a hundred and fifty years old that's that's a thing that eats and it would have to hunt, would have to gain food in the middle of these harsh climates where it's really hard to get where no other life is either. And it hasn't been seen or there's reports it has, but no fucking, I mean, man, if any were, the, if any of the reports that that stuff actually existed, was any more than credible. 
and anybody with a million bucks that they were a rich Everyone motherfucker. That's what I mean. There's so many rich. There are three. There are 1,800 billionaires on the planet now. Do you know that? 1,800. 1,800 billionaires. That means there are 1,800 people on the planet that have $1,000 million. That's a lot of money. What, don't tell me one of those fuckers wants to find a Yeti or a Sasquatch or a something, and they would go blow a million dollars in a heartbeat to rent a chopper and fly to this place to spend all the money with the best of equipment to try and find this thing. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. They don't because there's not good enough evidence for them to put the money into it, and that's kind of the point. But I don't know. I find it's fun to speculate, but... I just found it more interesting that the story of it could easily be related. Like, if if that's true, that could be one of the oldest, like, monsters, scary stories in the dark kind of evolved stories that might exist. Might have. Is the story of the big creature in the woods that lives there and it's super old and it could be dangerous and there's yeah. not many of them left or there's only one of them. Mm. Like, I think there's going to be, I don't know. We're going to find some crazy shit in the ocean, I think. Oh, we are. We, we are. are. We already are. We already are. But, I mean, there's just so much undiscovered ocean. We have no idea. Exactly. It's going to be have awesome. Because I think, well, we're going to really, I don't know, we're exploring. It well, seems like we're so exploring down there more than we are up in space, space a lot. Yeah, so. but but did, did you hear that? So NASA just approved this year for an, another mission to Mars. Mm. and a mission to Phobos, one of the moons of, or no, Titan, a, a mission to Titan, I want to say, one of the moons of Jupiter, Eure, Eureka, it's not Eureka, is it Eureka? I don't know, god damn it, I can't remember, one of the <laughs> one of the moons of Jupiter, we're going to one of the moons of Jupiter where damn. we know there's liquid water on it. Cool. Yeah, so they're, they're proving big things. Okay. Um, there have been plans to, to, I don't know, lots of cool stuff happening about space travel. And I honestly think space travel is more important than looking in the ocean. Me too. But I also think it's pretty valuable it <laughs> to go look down in the ocean and not fuck it up anymore. But if we were to like try and build a sanctuary of some kind to protect us from Earth catastrophe... It would be the smartest plan to build a facility underwater because instead of keeping out the vacuum of space, all we have to do is build stuff to keep out the pressure of the water. And it's easier to keep out stuff. It's easier to build a facility. It's already there. All that stuff's already there. To, to keep out pressure and build and, and pressurize the inside to equalize the, the pressure than build something that wants to implode at all times. Yeah. In space, you're worrying about everything you have imploding. In, or, yeah, I think I have that right. I might be backwards on that. Anyways, it's safer to build structures underwater because you can build stuff underwater that you would be protected from any, like an atom bomb goes off or nuclear holocaust or, you know, um, the sun darkens out the thing. You could be in an in a, in a enclosure underwater 75 feet down. You're, you can build our structures we can build today can handle thousands of feet down so yeah. you know you can be 75 100 feet underwater build a structure 
and then be protected from anything that was happening on the surface. So it's it, it it's like safety wise, maybe we would look to building underwater habitats. And once the planet becomes unlivable on the surface, we just move underwater. It'd be way harder to get stuff down there, so it'd be way harder to pollute once we were under there because travel wouldn't be an option anymore. Right. There wouldn't be freeways and chucking fast food out of the windows and like none of that would exist underwater. So that's, I don't know, I've been thinking about that as well. But that's a whole long fucking other topic, man. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, that'll be a good one. Underwater living. Yeah. Life aquatica. <laughs> You're so right. Life aquatica. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. That's my where my brain's been the last few days. That's good stuff. But Sasquatch, I think it might exist. I want to go back to that real quick. Dude, thinking, thinking about things that don't exist anymore. This is an actual thing that did exist in, at one time. There was a wolf that lived on the fucking Kenai Peninsula, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. Our hometown. Well, but our it, Kenai that, Peninsula, but yeah, but from our place. But, but that's it, the only place it, became, it lived? Yeah, it became extinct. It was called the Kenai Peninsula Wolf. It became extinct in around 1925. Kind of crazy. Really? What was spe- anything special about it versus I like other? I read into it. I looked at some pictures. It looked a lot like a freaking wolf. It looked like <laughs> a lot of the wolves that I had seen. But then again, I grew up on the Kenai Peninsula. So, right. you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I want to know. I want to know more because I'm huge the into wolves. Kenai Peninsula wolf. That's I got awesome. A, I got a good fucking awesome wolf tattoo that Aaron actually gave me. Yes. So Allegedly. Yeah. Hey, I like it. It's awesome. It's I think great. it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, dude, that's uh, the Kenai Peninsula Wolf. I kind of heard them. that. I've never heard that before. That's awesome. Beats a fact. No. You know, uh, I re- I realized today. Well, not I realized today, but it came back to my memory today. Did you ever call a suitcase a soup case? <laughs> suitcase. I, I don't think so. I think it- I didn't. When I was a kid, and I rem- I I had I, embar- I was like I was like five though maybe I was six, when I discovered that I had been saying soup. Maybe I was even older. Maybe I was seven. I don't know. I felt like I was I'm retarded in some of those points where like I just don't catch those little errors <laughs> long enough. I said I said frustrated for years. Frustrated. I, I said breck breakfast breakfast. I said breakfast. I didn't say breakfast. I said breakfast. I said frustrated till I was like twenty. I'm frustrated. I, I I didn't pronounce it frustrated. I I completely missed the first R, and I would just and when I was mad and frustrated. Uh, when me and Beth were <laughs> dating back in the early day, and like of course you know everybody argues and fights and has disagreements and stuff like that. Yeah. And I would just be like, I remember saying like, I'm, you're making me so frustrated, and like saying that when I was upset, and then she would just laugh, like. She would quit being angry. She would find it hilarious that I said the word frustrated and she would just laugh at me and I would get even more frustrated. And it just, it became a thing where like, it was almost a complex created at a time because every, because it sucked because it was such a habit of me just mispronouncing that <coughs> word that every time I'd say it, she would laugh at me and I would like be so embarrassed. Like 
we would be out at dinner with friends and I would talk about being at work or at school or something like that and I'm being frustrated at something and right. and she would I would and I would you say were frustrated I would say and then frustrated she would you, like and oh were you frustrated she would just laugh she oh. wouldn't say oh really or like correct it or or just no she would just <laughs> <laughs> well of course her laugh but everybody would be like what's so funny like what's so funny like cuz they wouldn't pick up on it or know that it's this thing or like you know and it became a thing so i really worked hard at it now i don't ever i'm i'm proud of myself that i learned that one i say frustrated every time i got that r rolling in there frustrated yeah it's frustrated frustrated frost you must frost it forward and then rate it afterwards give it four stars <laughs> frost rate it <laughs> how good was the frosting frustrated ooh that's yeah. funny. We fuck with words so bad. The English language is so dumb. Like, language in general is strange. English is crazy, man. We've talked about language before and how strange it is. It's true. It just per- ever perplexes me. It's because it is. <sighs> man, that was a good bazooka. Man, I feel like so bazooka-y right now. I feel like everything is so just bazookaed. I feel like I put a bazooki in my bazooki. <laughs> oh, bazookies. Yeah, we go to BJ's and we get bazookies. If you don't know what BJ's is, it's not some sort of pleasure. It's it's awesome. <laughs> it's a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, we're not talking about that. No. <laughs> Bazooki. Bazooki. Yeah. <laughs> bazooki. What's a bazooki? If you don't if you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something you ask for when you're real lonely in a men's bathroom. Yep. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> you guys will find out. Yeah. We love you. Yep. Seriously, though, Pazookis are really good. They are. They're so good. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And we'll see you this weekend with some special stuff. We're going to a Noise Brigade concert this Saturday. They're opening up for Carousel Kings at the Ash Street uh, this Saturday night. 12 bucks a ticket. You guys should hit up Noise Brigade if you want to check it out. It'll be a fun fucking show. Um, It's going to be We're going to go to that. We're going to rock out. We're going to drink with Elias. And then we're going to come back after the show and do our podcast late Saturday night. So so you guys will be hearing us Sunday. Cool. Hasta la vista. Later, y'all. Friends. This will be it for now.